Unlock your Bible. Discover the true meaning of life. Learn the cause of world problems and the astounding solution. Prove for yourself what the future holds. In the Trumpet Literature Library, you will find answers to life's most important questions. Explore these vital titles on Trumpet Bookshelf. Welcome to Trumpet Bookshelf. I'm Grant Turgeon. God used one man in this end time to restore all foundational Bible doctrines to the one true church. This man also built physical families and strengthened the church. He was a spiritual father to those who came to God thanks to his teachings. This man was a great spiritual builder, prophesied in books like Matthew, Malachi, Haggai, and also Zechariah. The prophet Zechariah was a temple prophet. When the Jews returned to Jerusalem 70 years after their captivity in Babylon, which really began 604 to 585 BC, Zechariah was on the scene with those Jews who tried to rebuild Jerusalem. The prophet Haggai was there as well. Zechariah and Haggai were contemporaries, and they prophesied about the building of the second temple. Mainly, though, Zechariah prophesied about building God's temple or God's church in this end time. The Bible is full of prophecies about world events leading up to World War III and the second coming of Jesus Christ. There are a lot of specific details about nations like America, Britain, the Jewish state, Iran, Germany, Russia, China. A lot of prophecies in the Bible about these various nations. And yet God cares most of all about what is happening inside his own church. That is the focus of Zechariah's message in the Bible. And it's a very sobering message for God's people today. Zechariah 1 verse 2 says, The Eternal has been sore displeased with your fathers. Zechariah warned the Jews, Don't make the same mistakes that your ancestors made. Rebelling against God, breaking the Sabbath day, getting into idolatry, and eventually being taken into captivity. It's the same for us today. We also must avoid the mistakes of those who came before us. The Philadelphia Church of God came out of the worldwide Church of God because that church the WCG rebelled against God and the truth of God was cast to the ground and trampled. And a lot of true Christians are now in grave danger because of that rebellion, because they turned from God. They went along with the traitorous leadership. God is sore displeased 
with your fathers, as it says there in Zechariah. The warning is, return to God, obey God again. Zechariah 1 verse 5 says, Your fathers, where are they? And the prophets, do they live forever? Human beings live and die, just like the animals. We are mortal. We are physical. Our lives come to an end. And yet, the work of human beings can live past their death. The fathers of those Jews who rebelled, they died. The prophets who warned of that rebellion are dead as well. But what is the truth? God's truth never dies. God's truth lives on forever. The warning is still there. The warning is still valid and relevant to God's people today. Just because a prophet has died, just because a great spiritual builder for God in this end time has died, it doesn't mean that what he taught is now fraudulent. Herbert W. Armstrong founded the Worldwide Church of God, and he served God for over 50 years. He died in 1986, and yet his work lives on. Zechariah chapters 3 and 4 focus in particular on the last two eras of God's one true church, there are seven eras total as described in Revelation chapters 2 and 3. But Zechariah chapters 3 and 4 are about those last two church eras. The Philadelphia era, which obviously was led by Jesus Christ through Mr. Armstrong. And then the Laodicean era, this rebellious church era that we're living through right now with a rebellious successor to Mr. Armstrong. And there's only just a loyal Philadelphia remnant continuing in the legacy that God established through Mr. Armstrong. Mr. Gerald Flurry, the pastor general of the Philadelphia Church of God, wrote a booklet about Zechariah. It's, it's titled, Zechariah, the sign of Christ's imminent return. You can get a free copy at thetrumpet.com. On page three of this booklet, Mr. Fleury wrote, Apostles die. That is the nature of physical life. So why should things be so radically different after Mr. Armstrong died? Why did God's church simply go spiritually crazy after he was gone? Clearly, the people had some weaknesses that they didn't deal with. And he goes on to explain how the people were looking to a man. They placed all their trust in Mr. Armstrong, and then their faith was shaken and destroyed when Mr. Armstrong died. Notice Zechariah 1 verse 6, But my words and my statutes, which I commanded my servants, the prophets, did they not take hold of your father's? 
the truth came true. Regardless of who lived and who died, everyone dies eventually, and yet the truth remains the truth. Mr. Armstrong today is dead and gone, but the truth he taught remains God's truth. It doesn't suddenly change just because of the death of a puny human being. We are living through a great crisis in God's church today. Zechariah has a powerful warning to us about how to survive and thrive spiritually during this church crisis. Chapter 2 of the Zechariah booklet by Mr. Flurry is titled Zerubbabel and Joshua. Two end-time spiritual builders that parallel builders back in Zechariah's day. When Zechariah was on the scene prophesying about the building of the temple, Zerubbabel and Joshua were right there in Jerusalem hard at work building that second temple. The first temple built by Solomon was gone. It was destroyed. And the second temple was being built by Zerubbabel and Joshua. Both of those men worked hard for God. They were loyal to God. They served God. They built that temple. Mr. Armstrong wrote, a letter to the church on March 19th, 1981, explaining the spiritual parallels of Zerubbabel and Joshua. Mr. Armstrong wrote, Zerubbabel built the second temple to which Jesus came the first time. John the Baptist prepared the way before the first coming. But who was to build the spiritual temple to which Christ shall soon come the second time? Who was to prepare the way before his second coming? You have this prophetic principle of duality. The first coming of Christ, characters on the scene doing specific jobs before Jesus Christ appeared the first time. Likewise, there are characters on the scene in this end time before Jesus Christ returns, before he appears the second time. Zerubbabel built the physical temple before Christ came the first time. There's an end time Zerubbabel who builds the spiritual temple, God's church, before Christ comes the second time. John the Baptist prepared the way for Christ's first coming and an end time type of John the Baptist who was also a type of the ancient Elijah prepared the way for Christ's second coming. Zerubbabel, John the Baptist, end time types of these two men, both of them fulfilled by Mr. Armstrong in this end time. Mr. Armstrong built the spiritual temple and he prepared the way for Christ's second coming. Mr. Armstrong continues in this March 19th, 1981 letter. Remember, God does things in dual stages. 
As Zerubbabel built the first temple of material stone, wood, and other materials, he was a forerunner or type of one through whom Christ would raise up or build the spiritual temple, his church of our time, prior to the day of the Lord and Christ's second coming. As John the Baptist prepared the way in the physical wilderness of the Jordan River for the first coming of the human Jesus, both man and God, then coming to his material temple and to his physical people, Judah, announcing the kingdom of God to be set up more than 1900 years later, so God would use a human messenger in the spiritual wilderness of 20th century religious confusion to be a voice crying out the gospel of the kingdom of God about the spiritual Christ coming in supreme power and glory to his spiritual temple to actually establish that spiritual kingdom of God. Mr. Armstrong declared that he was a type of Zerubbabel and John the Baptist building and preparing the way for Christ's second coming. Your Bible gets specific. It names names. You can put end time personalities to these Bible prophecies and know who is fulfilling these roles. Mr. Armstrong built God's house, his spiritual house in the Philadelphia era of the church. Mr. Armstrong started and finished that job. Notice Zechariah 4 verse 9. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also finish it. And you shall know that the eternal of hosts has sent me unto you. During the Philadelphia era, the sixth era of God's one true church described in Revelation chapter three, Zerubbabel started and finished his mission. He restored all things to the church. He strengthened families. He strengthened the church. He did his job. And once he was taken out of the way, once he died in 1986, all we had to do was follow in his footsteps. And that's exactly what Joseph Tkach, his successor, said that he would do. And yet Tkach betrayed Mr. Armstrong, he betrayed God. God sees it, he knows, and justice will be administered. Mr. Fleury explains here in the Zechariah booklet how there was an ancient Zerubbabel, there is also an end time Zerubbabel building for God, but there was only one Joshua type anciently helping Zerubbabel while there are actually two Joshua types in this end time. These two Joshua types signify two choices that we all have to make. There are two Joshua type leaders today. One who followed 
Zerubbabel's example and continued building for God after Zerubbabel was gone. The other Joshua stopped building and he rebelled against God. And there's a lot of information here in Zechariah chapters three and four about the two Joshua's. Notice this about the unlawful Joshua, Zechariah 3, starting in verse 1. And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the eternal and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And the eternal said unto Satan, the eternal rebuke you, O Satan, even the eternal that has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. This end time Joshua, clothed in filthy garments, in the stranglehold of the devil, took over God's own church after Mr. Armstrong died. Now, of course, God allowed this to happen. It's just a fulfillment of this prophecy in Zechariah. But it all happened because of the sins of the people in the church. The people were spiritually asleep. They didn't care enough about God's truth to boldly, courageously guard the truth. And they got the leader they deserved. This leader is pictured in filthy garments, garments covered in excrement. I mean, if, if we physically were covered in feces, we would quickly change. <laughs> We'd quickly get ourselves cleaned up. But here, this Joshua type chooses to keep those spiritual garments intact and to continue wearing those garments. He is gripped by sin and he's spiritually filthy. Yet God gives him every chance to repent. Verse four of Zechariah three, Zechariah three, verse four. And he answered and spoke unto those that stood before him saying, take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him, he said, behold, I have caused your iniquity to pass from you and I will clothe you with change of raiment. Verse five. And I said, let them set a fair miter upon his head. So they set a fair miter upon his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the eternal stood by. And the angel of the eternal protested unto Joshua saying, Thus says the eternal of hosts, if you will walk in my ways and if you will keep my charge, then you shall also judge my house and shall also keep my courts. And I will give you places to walk among these that stand by here. Now, O Joshua, the high priest, you and your fellows that sit before you, for they are men wondered at for behold, I will bring forth my servant, the branch. That's Zechariah three. Verses four through eight, God gave this unlawful Joshua an opportunity to repent, to change out of those spiritually filthy garments and to put on some pure garments and to lead God's people and to apply God's law and to teach God's truth to the people, to guard the truth, 
so that no one could take it away. But this end time unlawful Joshua never repented. He has his own fellows. He leads, he rules those fellows. They are not God's fellows. They're serving a man. They're looking to an unlawful Joshua instead of looking to God. And they are men wondered at, which means they are men of sign. These rebels in God's own church are a sign that Jesus Christ is about to return. That's the good news in all of this. Zechariah 4 has an inset. Here in the midst of this description of the Laodicean era, the seventh era of God's church that has gone horribly off track, there is an inset here. Zechariah 4, verses 6 through 10. Recalling the Philadelphia era that came before this Laodicean era. It's a reminder to us of what we can do to avoid becoming Laodicean. To remain Philadelphian, on fire for God, serving God, obeying God, upholding his standard. Zechariah 4, verse 6, Then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, This is the word of the Eternal unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Eternal of hosts. Mr. Armstrong was empowered by God's Holy Spirit. And that's how he was able to accomplish so much. Mr. Flurry explains in the Zechariah booklet how Mr. Armstrong would totter on stage as an old man. And yet all of a sudden, despite struggling to get up to the lectern, he would come alive as soon as it was time to speak. God filled him with the Holy Spirit so he could teach and lead the church. Mr. Armstrong did his greatest work ever in the last seven years of his long life because he was empowered by God's Holy Spirit. He was not relying on human power like the rebellious leaders that came after him. Now, the righteous Joshua of this end time, just like the ancient Joshua under Zerubbabel in Jerusalem, follows Mr. Armstrong's example here in this Zechariah 4 inset. He has mountain-moving faith, just like Mr. Armstrong did, Zechariah 4, verse 7. He continues building for God, just like Mr. Armstrong did. Zechariah 4, verse 9. And just like God started the work very small under Mr. Armstrong, he started it very small under Mr. Flurry in this end time. Twelve members, $80 in the bank. Zechariah 4, verse 10. The day of small things. Submitting to God's government within God's church, even if the church began very small. Because ultimately we're submitting to God, not a man. It's God's government. This end time 
loyal Joshua continues in the tradition established by the end times Zerubbabel. The work today revolves around the end time Zerubbabel. And we hold on to the truth that God restored through Mr. Armstrong. Page 25 of the Zechariah booklet. The Zerubbabel-Joshua relationship represents God's government at work. It is government to keep me and all of God's people in line. Without the authority of Mr. Armstrong over us, we are not God's remnant. With it, however, small though we may be, God speaks and delivers his revelation to us. That Zerubbabel inset in Zechariah chapter 4 reminds us of how to hold fast, how to stand strong for God during the Laodicean era, how to be Philadelphian. And the Philadelphians also have the signet of Haggai 2 verse 23, this official stamp of approval from Mr. Armstrong. That signet stamps God's work today because we are the only ones who believe that Mr. Armstrong fulfilled all these end time prophecies, who believe that God used him to raise up the ruins, to really establish the truth again in God's church. And we continue to raise the ruins today. We have the signet, the stamp of approval of Zerubbabel. We follow the instruction in the Zechariah 4 inset. And through the signet, through the inset, Mr. Armstrong lives on. In that way, Mr. Armstrong is still alive today. And it's our job to follow him because Mr. Armstrong followed God. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Trumpet Bookshelf. You've been listening to Trumpet Bookshelf. Please email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time.